Peace. 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 What's going on, Peace, man? Peace, y'all. Hey, it's the Deezy. And Weezy. Podcast, and we back at it again with a live. We on Facebook Live. Why we on Anchor on the podcast, and it's going all the way down, man. Hey, we don't do this every day, so we trying to get it in tonight. We got a real, real special topic for y'all, man. We going to get heavy, man. So so put your thinking cap on before this one starts, man. We going to get real heavy, but uh, let me talk to my little friend, Alexa. Set a timer for 30 minutes. Alexa, set a timer for 30 minutes. Chris? Welcome to the live podcast. Hey, what's going on? Is that my guy Chris that was on the uh, joint with us? All right, man. Hey, when you get back on the podcast, man, we're going to have to do a live with y'all too. Or just you or just April or whatever, man. Come on, man. We miss y'all. But, uh. But yeah, man, tonight we talking about something real heavy, a real specific topic, and I think uh, Dr. Wheezy is going to go in on y'all tonight, <laughs> let y'all know what the deal is. So, baby, what are we talking about tonight? Tonight, y'all, tonight we talking about the Mercury Retrograde. I know we done a podcast about this. I know the last time we was... Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's the, get back The out. last time, um, it was... What month was that? February? Maybe March. March. Okay. But anyway, so that was the first one. There's three this year. So we're in the second one. Now, Mercury being in retro, he said, let's do a song. Mercury being in retrograde. Um, from Earth, it looks like it's um, spinning, spinning back. backwards, but it's actually not. It's just, uh, it looks that way because of how the stars are aligned. Um, yeah, because of how we move, too. How we yeah. spin. Yeah, so... Yeah, it so, seems like it's almost a reverse motion when it's actually not. It's just. But what's funny is because of that, it's causing our energies to reflect of that, and what happens is the retro brings things from the past or things from before. Yeah. To, it, it gives us Mercury gives Mercury Mercury and retrograde gives us an opportunity to revisit things that we probably didn't want to or we probably <laughs> thought we was done with. Um, it but ain't we like, never it ain't really like, resolved. Yeah, it ain't like retro clothing when y'all bring it back because y'all think it's cool. Retro is retro. Retrograde is the the real word, and mm-hmm. the retro is a abbreviated version of it. So when things come back, you know, it's the reason why you let stuff go a lot of times. So the retro may or may not always be the the best piece of it. So, mm-hmm. and it's actually a few planets in retrograde right now. I remember Venus, Three of them, man. Uranus. Uranus is what's causing, well, not what's causing, but what allows um, all the, I guess, chaos and... Yeah, because it's um, one of the biggest planets in the solar system, yeah, so it's, uh, it's causing the ruckus. Yeah, uh, but Mercury actually is like communication, so it's going to cause problems with anything communication. So talking on the phone is going to be kind of spotty. Y'all um, know the Sprint Towers was down last week, so mm-hmm. it, it jumped off. You know, a lot of things they say don't travel a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Don't make, don't sign any contract. So if you trying to buy a house, wait until the retrograde is over. What they say, June twenty sixth. Yeah, oh yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, so don't sign any contracts. Don't make any commitments. Um, Be very careful um, in your communication. So if you have any important communications, uh, you need to discuss with somebody. Um, make sure you think about what you're going to say before you say it because you're going to say things you yeah. don't mean. Because one of the things that, that we learned is that words and one one word, you know, one word sometimes can cause a whole bunch of ruckus that you didn't want it to mean. So, you know, really just be cognizant of what you're saying, the things you're dealing with and things you're going through. And one of the reasons why we had, you know, the idea to have this topic today is because everybody don't know. Like I was telling Weezy, like, I'm not really into spirituality, like like I'm aware of it, but I'm not into like tarot or none of that. So when I saw people talking about a retrograde or a Mercury retrograde or whatever the case may be, I was like, "What the hell that mean, dog? I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing." But that might come back to haunt you. So listen up, peeps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got a little song for y'all today. Yeah, and the reason why they say you know be very careful doing a Mercury retrograde is because even mm-hmm. if you were to, um, I guess, make a mishap or mistake. Um, or even go back to an ex that's not good for you. You can actually be stuck with them for a couple more years. <laughs> so, Damn, years. What about the next retrograde? You can't get out during that time? You can. You can. Um, but it depends on how quick you learn the lessons. Because it's really about re- like things you haven't learned or learning things about yourself. So, like, 
let's say, um, you know, things are over with your ex, right? Mm -hmm. They come back, they hit you up in your inbox. You're vulnerable. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And and you fall for the foo-foo, right? And then it turns out that um, you end up deciding to get committed with this person and they never actually really changed. It's just the mercury brought them back because uh, emotionally you still like has some type of connection with them like you never really truly release them like yeah. you you know like you kind of hold a spot like what, what's that saying they used to say um I, <laughs> this is not good especially not to say in front of my baby but uh i used to have this saying was like um before <laughs> but i have i haven't said it to him because i don't believe in that no more but i used to say the saying which was you know um you know, don't fuck up because there's plenty of niggas waiting in line. So, and basically, like, it wasn't necessarily, like, plenty of niggas. It's just that I know that there's people from my past that I can definitely go back to, you know. Um, but I don't want to. And and that's only because I made, made it a point to be a good person, you know, regardless of how things panned out. And you the same way. Like, I feel like you made it a point to be a good person in your relationships. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? Yeah, I mean, part of being a good person is not saying stuff like that. But. <laughs> See, <laughs> but communication. Just, just because, Blame it on Mercury. Just because there's people waiting in line don't mean you got to tell the other person that there's people waiting in line. Like, we can keep that. That's a that's a humble secret you keep to yourself. Yeah, but being a Sagittarius, I just... I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm a Sag. Yeah, that's my sign. I said a Sag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Fiddy. Um, But... But no, I mean, it's real. It's real. I mean, and and the thing is, you know, not to be arrogant or nothing like that, but I mean, anybody, they feel like they got some things going on in their life and they feel like they got a good thing going, um, you should feel like you have some individuals waiting in the wings and stuff like that. Not saying you constantly communicating with these folks and flirting around with them. Just saying that, you know, you know, you have the ability to bounce back. I say that. I won't say it like how you said it, but right. See, that's better. See, but I say, hey, he's trust. a communication major, <laughs> so whatever. Trust, hey, trust and believe. I'm gonna bounce back. That's what I would have said. <laughs> so whatever the bounce back looked like, I would have said that. But, but no, I mean, I think it's a good topic to talk about, though, man. And you know, when you really look at what we doing as a podcast and how we bring this thing together twice a week, man. We really got to have some, Tuesday some, and Thursday. some sophisticated topics, some, some, some relevant topics to talk about it. Now with the dates and things as everything's aligned, man, I think we really got to bring it out and talk about it because, you know, let's be honest, man. A lot of the stuff that happened to us in the last couple of weeks have made us all vulnerable. It's put us in a different space, in a different mindset, mind state, a state of mind. And, and, and 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 say you mad about George Floyd and you mad about the protest or you was one of the protesters or whatever. Can, and then one of your exes that used to talk real cool to you and make you feel real good inside hit you up. You in a vulnerable, volatile state. And then a smooth operator come in and say some smooth shit to you. What better time than to be like, you know what, maybe we should link, but you know what I'm saying? So we got to be careful. So that's why we talking about this. And maybe, I don't know, maybe some of y'all need to go back to y'all old dudes. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and, and I always say, you know, ain't nothing wrong with an ex as long as that's growth. That was growth. So if you feel like your ex has not grown or you haven't grown, usually I was just you about know, to say that, yeah. Like if you haven't grown as a person, if you haven't matured, if you haven't. If you're not doing anything differently than you have yeah, done three, four yeah. years ago when y'all were together. Chances are that person hasn't either. And even if they did, if you have it, it's not going to be compatible. So mm-hmm. it's about self-growth, self-awareness, man. And, and, you know, when I think about the word retrograde, you know, a lot of times I know Weezy looks at it or she, you know, speaks about it in a negative connotation. But a lot of y'all cats is wearing retro shit right now. I'm wearing retro. This is this some shit that was out in 99, you know, the little windbreakers and shit, you know. So I got the retro, retro back on, but... It serves its purpose now. So retro is always, not always a bad thing. You know what I mean? So really think about that. Think about what you bring to the table. And at the end of the day, it's about being honest with yourself. Through all this mercury retrograde, retrograde shit, be honest with yourself because that's how you're going to make it through. If you lying to yourself, you're going to get caught up in it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, that's another thing. Like, Be careful with how you communicate and what you say because it's gonna once the retrograde is over, it's going to kind of bite you in the ass. Um, <laughs> if so, if you get caught up in it though, 
Yeah, yeah. So, but if you, you know what, I feel like I've grown. Like, I know, you know, a lot of people are going through a lot with um, the riots and with the shootings and the killers and the stuff that the earth always does. <laughs> like, so I'm, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm just used to no, you, you, you right, chaotic. You right. You right. These um, ain't the first guys to die. Right. And I'm used to find, like, being forced to find my own peace and serenity. Um, Who's that? Um, uh, that's Naomi Toy. Her house popped back up on the market. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not in the now, time right now. Not until after June twenty sixth. Yeah, yeah. Wait till the retrograde over. The Mercury retrograde specifically. Um. See, yeah. So that's gonna be tough. That's but for the people tough. that are listening on the podcast, we actually responded to some messages we getting on the live right now. So yeah, I we hope probably should read the know. messages out loud. Huh? Should we read the messages out loud? No, we don't read the messages uh-huh. out. Well, we, you could. I don't know who um, that person is, but <laughs> Naomi. Oh, okay, but um, um, I mean, we could. I mean, just so everybody's aware of what's going on, man. I I, I hope y'all. Do y'all feel comfortable on the live with us reading the stuff y'all saying to us on the podcast? Cause these the podcast ain't gonna let get listened to to you know probably tomorrow or it's gonna be on there for weeks and months to come. So just be aware of that. But if y'all feel comfortable with it, we can share it with everybody and make everything inclusive and, and go from there. Cause that's one of the reasons why we're doing this. You know, we want it to be all inclusive and it's really what we do, man. It's a, it's a party over here. So yeah. I, mean, I ain't yeah. tripping. Yeah. It's Thursday Thursday, dog. <laughs> But yeah, definitely uh, wait to sign that contract, uh, Naomi, if it's doing retrograde. Now, the I guess the good. What well, I was I was saying that you know for for some people it's like shocking to them when all the bad shit happened. Like for me, I just distinguishly remember always like having to make myself be happy through all the bad <laughs> shit and always find trying to find a a, a high medium or. You know, trying to make the best of the situation. Like, that has been my life. I know me and him, we talked about, um, like, the vibrations the and, and downs, the ups and downs. You know. and, um, and he liked to try to kind of stay yeah, in the middle. Yeah, I navigate like, in the middle. You mm-hmm. know, I go up here sometimes, come down here sometimes. But I'm generally in the middle. Yeah, and my life is just like, okay, I'm great. Okay, damn. Oh, shit, damn. What up. happened, dog? <laughs> great. Damn, it's fucked up. <laughs> like, so, it's like, I'm, I'm like, he's teaching me how to find the middle and how to stay there. So... Um, which is actually easier to obtain when you don't have other people like fucking your shit up. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, typically that helps. You know, and, and one of the things that I think about too, man, is that. Welcome back, Penny. You now, when you have an opportunity to really recognize what's coming before mm-hmm. it comes, you have an opportunity to prepare for it, and that incidentally makes you better equipped to deal with it when it happens. So, I'm the type of person. Because I'm always here when this or this happen, I'd be like, "What the?" <laughs> I'm a I'm a middle vibe kind of guy. So when 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 motherfucker was giving us a tweet free twelve hundred dollars last month and all that shit, I was like, "Nah, dog, I don't trust it, dog." I know. And then when something real bad happened, I'm like, "Nah, this ain't me, dog. I don't be dealing with this type of shit." So she actually helping and teaching me to realize. The peaks and valleys are things that happen in life too, you know, because you know it's too easy to get caught up in your own pace and your own flow. So then, when these type of things on the highs and lows happen, I be, you know, you can see me. I be frustrated. Like we had got a little whip or whatever, brand new whip, super shiny, woo woo, and it was a couple complications with it. I was dealing with the complications like it was the end of the world. <laughs> she was just like, man, just go chill out, just go fix it or do what you can do about it. And everything worked out at the end of the day. But when I first started flying, I'm walking around. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't handle the lows too well. Um, but I don't know. Like I feel like lows. I, like when I once I learned, like ain't nowhere, but like there's nowhere to go but up from the bottom. Like. I be like, I don't be asking for the bottom, but when I get that, I actually get really kind of, I get a little bit happy. Like, I think he's like, um, I think the way I explained it to him was, uh, which it didn't sound good coming out, but like, basically it was almost like, I felt like it was the exciting part of my life, you know, but really it's just kind of like, it gave me motivation. You know, it gave me like this, 
Like, I ain't got no choice but to go up. I got to do better. Like, right. you, you can't go in the wells once you're down, once you're at rock bottom. I mean, the, um, thing, the thing is this, and we talk about this a lot, you know, me and Weezy, and it's a reality that we have to deal with, and maybe all of us have to deal with, really, because think about this. Say, So think about this simple science, and this is physics in itself. If you try to jump really hard off of a bed, the bed is going to go down a little bit, and it's gonna, you're not going to get high. You're not going to get like a real jump off of it. It might bounce you up a little bit, but it's a fake-ass jump. But if you jump off a solid surface, like rock bottom, you can really propel yourself off that shit and really go. And sometimes people have to get to rock bottom to get where they need to go next. When you think about all the great people that have been doing fantastic things in the last decade, Tyler Perry, he was sleeping in his car. And, you hear about all these um, basketball. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish, she was homeless. And you hear about all these basketball players whose moms was this and strung out and couldn't provide for them, and now they had to propel them. So sometimes that rock bottom is a little bit more of a stable of a foundation for a person to propel from, and that's simple science. So what we're going with this is that if ret- this Mercury retrograde brings Fuck back up your life. <laughs> no, just kind of some, some messy situations, just try to find the the medium or try to try to look at it as a as a, a place to to basically propel from you know you can't get no way to go but up from here um but you know i keep thinking about what dz said about that i keep looking at the negative aspects of it and i don't because not necessarily i just want to prepare people because i know from my experience that that's what people tend to worry about so no. but and, and i get that and you know the thing with me is you know, from a personal standpoint, man, and I feel like we're free enough to talk about it, but, you know, some exes have reached out to me personally and contacted me, but that has given me an opportunity to really be like, to shut shit down. Because I've always been the type of motherfucker to be like, I'm like, a, I got an open door policy. My door is always open. You know, if you... He like the full house. Yeah, if you, if, if you want to, if you go through some relationships and shit fuck up, just call DZ and DZ will talk you down off the ledge and I can say some positive things to you because I'm a motivational speaker. I done done it professionally, so I have to leave the door open. However, is this... Captain Sabo, what does that mean? I ain't saving nobody. I'm just trying to talk a little sense into people. That's all. But, um, <laughs> you know, the more serious me and her get and, um, you know, I look at my current situation and things like that. Why do I got to be that guy? You know, I ain't no psychotherapist. I ain't, I ain't charging you $85 an hour. So why, why, why am I doing that? You know, I've always done it. But, you know, sometimes it's, it's, sometimes you got to shut the faucet off. Mm, you know, and um, the one thing that, like, when it came to the cutoff part, like, when he felt like he needed to cut off his female friends, I, I felt, huh? No. What is that? <laughs> I felt kind of bad, like a little bit, a little bit. (laughs) But I say that because I know what it's like to to have that desire to help people. And like, you know, when people come to you for shit and being there for them and all that stuff. But I also know what it feels like when motherfuckers just keep using you and, and all that shit. And like, it just has to, I just always told him it has to be equal. So I get it. They come to you. They need something to talk about or whatever. They need to put that shit on you because that's what happens with me but now i get paid to do it <laughs> so like where's the equal give and take so at least with me getting paid you know I, that's equal so it don't it's not as much of a heavy energy no you're right you're right don't exactly. cause chaos you know, in the circle that we got yeah because when i was doing the motivational speaking shit and i was getting paid for it yeah i met some people that was down on their luck and that type of thing and i could talk to them on a personal level but shit i was walking away with it Mm-hmm. A little band on me, a little bag, you know, so that made it worth it. These individuals basically just doing it free, just to get the get the get and, and get on, you know, because they know I'm in a relationship, they know I'm on some serious shit, they know I'm not in the same position I was a year, a year and a half ago where I could play on the phone with them and talk them up and, and motivate and encourage them for no cost. <laughs> they know I ain't in that situation no more, so for them to still try to pull it, it's some bullshit, real talk, down. It is what it is, you know, it's about lessons. Um, and I feel like that's what Mercury comes to to test us. What have you learned? Is this something you truly want to walk away from? And is um, you going to keep falling for the okie doke? That's mm-hmm. why it happens three times a year. Yeah. They give you three strikes. Three strikes, <laughs> yeah. you're out, God damn it. What you going? Yep, yep. So, you know, I guess it's just the time of, it's, it's, it's going to come and then it's a time of reflection but now that for those that are watching now that you're aware that you might be going through some shit some exes might hit you up 
um, this is why. So it's now, it's not, it's not that, you know, oh man, it's maybe we're meant to be. And that's why he coming back. Cause he loved me. No, Mercury told, told him or her to come back. Mercury said, okay, remember this person, they doing really good right now. How you doing? How you, you, <laughs> how do you stack up against that? <laughs> so, you know, so that, you know, you know, so just, just be very cautious about who you fuck with. How you deal with people, who you talk to, what contracts you sign. If if you can help it, don't sign no contracts. I'm talking about don't get no new job. Don't. Well, I say don't even <laughs> sign up for a Y membership. Damn, that's a big string. <laughs> hey, hey, if any people just watching on the live right now, and I know y'all on on listening on the, the podcast, podcast, probably gonna hear this a little bit later. But um, if anybody right now during the live or doing the podcast. If y'all have had any experiences to remind y'all what we're talking about right now, hit us up and let us know on the live. Y'all got the ability to message us right, right now. now. Um, on the podcast, please, you know, message us on Facebook Messenger or the email. The email is Deezy and Weezy number seven at gmail.com. Because we want to know, man. We want to know how accurate we is. And we took a whole lot of time and a whole lot of topics out of the way to talk about this today. So let, let's make it worthwhile. Let's like, make it really work. Literally, the Mercury Retrograde just started today. Well, so, I thought it was on the 15th. No, it just started today. Oh, Venus, okay. Venus and Uranus. Oh, yeah, that was started. on the 15th. Yeah, but the Mercury uh, Retrograde yeah. started today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let us know, man. Let us know what y'all on. Let us know if y'all done heard some words from people that was unexpected. Let us know if y'all done seen some weird shit happen with y'all communications or your cell phone blowing up and you had to get a new phone or... Like I said, man, be careful with the travel piece. You know, I'm always trying to move around a little too much. Yeah, so. they, they say, like, if you book flights, it's going to be, like, cancellations, all kind of shit. So, um, but let us issues know. And- let us know how spot, we, how spot on we are. Let us know how accurate we are. That's why we do this, man, because it's, it's about relevant things, relevant topics, relevant time. Yeah, yeah. But my I'm really, really excited about, like, because I know, like, right now, I'm live on my Beautiful Beast Tarot page, so... My followers, my my soul tribe. Thank y'all for watching. Um, the twenty six. Yeah. All right, June twenty six. So, but and I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all for following me. So, um, shout out to the queen too, man. Like, and, and the thing is, you know, you know, because I got a uh, I got a personal uh, you know a business page and all that too. So people who be on my business page, they be trying to buy shit and negotiate and talk shit. Y'all people that be messing with Weezy, man, or the beautiful beast, y'all really got a, a, a some type of compatibility that we I really like wish connection. I had. It's a connection, and y'all be showing love. She be showing y'all love. And I know Amber and just got some sage, and April got the T-shirt, and Janine got the T-shirt, and all that type of shit. That's what I like. You know, I'd rather have that type of intimate, uh, you know, interaction as opposed to motherfuckers just hitting my shit up, made me some shirts, so I want a flyer. I like that. Damn, dog. Who are you? Okay, okay. Calm down. Mercury's here. We don't need you to complain about stuff. Uh, Who are you, dog? Y'all see that? I had to catch him because he up here complaining about business. Who complains about getting business? I complained about business. I just wanted to be cuter. I wanted to be cute. You wanted to be more... um, Intimate. You got to change your setting. Like, sales is sales. You can't go to a dealership and expect him to get you a car yeah, that you love. Yeah, no, he gonna get you the car that costs the most no, money. No, I went and got the car that I loved, even though it wasn't even the, probably the best car out there. I went and y'all, got let me tell y'all about this Oh, car. no, I don't even know. <laughs> the reimbursement record go great. No, come Wait. on, no, what you on? We don't even know what I'm gonna say. What I'm gonna say. What I'm gonna say since you're a psychic. Don't even believe her, dog. What I'm gonna say since you're a psychic. How you know what I'm gonna say? Don't even believe her, dog. But so we went and we looked at this car, this this uh this truck. And I was just like, I looked at some other trucks too. I was like, this cool and everything, but look at this one. Like, we should get this one. This one is is newer. It got less mileage. It's nice. It ain't. Well, it's, it got it's, no problems. It's with regular it. than the motherfuckers. Yeah, average. we ain't gotta we ain't gotta fix nothing. Ain't no it. leather seats in the motherfucker. No we just gotta room. pay some more money. That's more moon roof. More money for no moon roof. No leather seats. The one. The um. What's the name? Had a moon roof. Hmm. The um. Chrysler three hundred. No. One of the the other SUV was oh, it? Oh, um, it was a Buick Enclave. Yes. So anyway, I was like, let's just get this. Like we got the money. Why not? It'd be different if it was like we ain't got the money. Let's just go ahead and settle for this. Like we had the Wait, money. What April talking? I see on here now. Oh, she's just watching. Oh, okay. What up, girl? So, 
So I'm telling him, like, we should get He's like, but I already researched it. Like, I know everything about this car. <laughs> he's like, I already researched it. I know everything about it. And da, da, da. I'm like, okay. Yeah, we get home. Everything. Oh, it was a few complications. It wasn't <laughs> no every. It's running. Pres- Y'all heard him earlier. If he was there earlier, he was talking I about how. Was, I, I had to be, I, but I, that brought that out of me. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot that I could do that. I, I wasn't trying to do that, you know, because I was driving. We can fix cars. Yeah, you know what I mean? But I didn't have to because of the choices I was making, but they brought it out of me, you know, and I'm glad it did. It reminded me of some shit. You know, I used to, because I, I wash my car every Saturday, hand wash, just on some player shit, just trying to be cool. But when you can actually put it together and help fix it and work it and make sure it's running immaculate, that brings something to you. I mean, I had to show you a, next time, April. As, on some Happy Father's Day shit, man. I mean, hey, shout out to all the fathers out there too, man. Happy Father's Day this uh, Sunday. Yeah, hopefully they get to watch this because you don't look like no fathers online today. It don't matter though; they online right here. The, my podcast, oh, yeah, the podcast is going yeah, down. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to the dads out there, man. You know. But I'm so glad y'all joined us on the live, y'all. So this is the Deezy and Weezy podcast, podcast. on the live, live, on Beautiful Beast Tarot Live. We do this um, whenever we get a chance to. So Yeah, the live we don't do too often, but we definitely do the podcast every Tuesday, every Thursday. Posted by Friday. Yeah, it's going down, man. So, But, uh, I mean, we got about four or five more minutes, man. We really just want to address a few things, too, man. So I want to talk about specifically... Shout out to all the people that talked big shit about Juneteenth this year, man. And I know there's been a lot of social stuff going on and energy and anger and happiness and whatever. Juneteenth should have always been talked about. And I ain't trying to hate or nothing like that. I used to host Juneteenth in our city every year. And it'd be a couple people out there. And it wasn't a whole bunch of coming together to help organize it. But one of the things is Juneteenth is... The black people for the July, whether we believe it or not, because for the July is about independence from England. England, right? Juneteenth is about the abolishment of slavery, slavery. dog. So mm-hmm. if we really gonna support something, I love red, and white, and blue too, and the Fourth of July and the cookouts and shit. I love all that, dog. But at the end of the day, the one we really should have been rocking with and fucking with as color people of color and people who was dealing with slavery is Juneteenth. So I'm glad to see that all this. Black Lives Matter and all this shit, justice for this person and that. I'm glad to see that brought about a resurgence of Juneteenth, man, because we've been trying to do this shit the whole time. <laughs> and nobody was really fucking with it, man. So I'm glad to see that it's back in the box, man. It's just unfortunate that it takes uh, drastic events for us to realize the things yeah. we need to be doing. Like... Supporting each other businesses and yeah, now everybody, everybody on black owned businesses now. Black on this, black on that. Yeah, Where was y'all at during before. tax season? Was y'all going to the black accountants? Was y'all going to the black tax people? I know, I know, um, a black tax person. So let hit me up. Um, I'm a black tax person, and I work with Turbo Tax. <laughs> No, but but, uh, but for real though, she do have a couple people she work with, accounting and all that sort of thing. So, I mean, let's let's really bring it back, man. And like I said, DZ and Weezy podcast never been an all black podcast. No, no, we we about we we for everybody. Yeah, and the tarot reading is not for no specific no race, no black people, nothing like that. But you know, it's really about I gotta identify with who I am, you know, and, and know and understand that. So. Shout out to all the folks bringing back Juneteenth, man. If y'all need a host or if y'all need any type of shirts or help organizing, whatever the case may be, I'm here for all the shits. I'm here for all the shits. So check me out, man. One King Media. All right, don't be signing no contracts, man. Hey, I'm just, I'm <laughs> just I'm saying, saying I'm, all the shits. I didn't host it. I didn't host it Juneteenth five years straight in Green Bay, Green Bay, Wisconsin. So y'all fuck with the kid if y'all need somebody to get on the microphone and sound intelligent and make the shit live. But I see people coming in late. So what we was talking about was the Mercury retrograde, which started today. The Mercury retrograde come to fuck up our lives. Wait, hold on, don't do that, <laughs> baby. Don't make it sound so okay, bad. Okay, it's, it's not bad. It comes to allow us a time to reinvent ourselves because we get to revisit the past. And, and a lot of stuff from the past is going to challenge you. Yeah. You know, things. the thing about us, you know, and think about people in general, we don't take challenges 
as stepping stones to move forward. We act like challenges are roadblocks. Mm-hmm. Challenges are not roadblocks, they're steps. I told April the same thing. Do you remember that, April? Go ahead. I know, but you know, you're 100% right. You know, if we look at challenges and steps instead of roadblocks, once you get on top of that roadblock, you're definitely going somewhere bigger and better and greater. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at it as a roadblock and you feel like I got to break through it and I don't know what's on the other side of the roadblock, maybe it's some road work or maybe it's a hole in the ground or a ditch. Nah, man, it's a stepping stone, man. Mm-hmm. We got to look at these challenges. Every challenge you face in life, you got to look at it as an opportunity to grow and be bigger and better at whatever it is you're doing, man. Even, even tonight, you know, uh, I had the opportunity to make some, you know, T-shirts. Uh, shout out to Jaira. Uh, World Vitiligo, Vitiligo Day is on June 25th, and I was making some t-shirts, and I had uh, Weezy's daughter helping me out. Now, her daughter is a kid, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, do this and this and this and this, and then Weezy just want to make sure her daughter ain't messing up, and she's like, hey, girl, do this and do this and this. I come back upstairs, I'm like, what happened? Go back to the communication piece in the Mercury Retro she, she actually asked me, she said, what, what did he want me to do? So it wasn't like me just thinking, trying to sabotage your creation. But I'm good because I came back up just in the nick of time and saved the day, like I always do with the cake on my nose. Alexa. Alexa. Stop. Stop. Okay. Alexa. Stop. She remembered. Um, But yeah, so you and Chris was just talking about y'all past. Yeah, you have to, especially when you're in a relationship. You have to Man, talk. I feel like you have it. to talk about your past. We was just doing that like you shit. You have to because you have to understand where the person came from, what they have been through, and vice versa. And you have to recognize if they actually heal from it or if you heal from it. Is it a potential that you're going back? Is it a potential they're going back? Like, yeah. we need to know what we up against. And, and it's hard for Weezy. It's hard for Weezy because I, I'll be the first to admit this. It's some days, depending upon how much I drank or what I'm dealing with or how I feel that day, we could talk about your past from your childhood to now. It's other days when I'm like, nah, dog, don't tell me yeah, that shit. I don't want to hear about no nigga that did this and nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so it's hard. And I don't even know what days it's going to be. And I can hear anything. Huh? I said I can hear anything. Like about your Yeah, past. but I don't talk about everything from my past. And I make it a point not to. Because I'm the other way. I don't want to hear certain things. So I know April's like me, like we we want to hear like she the, talked about that. She talked about that. Stories. But but see, Chris didn't weigh in. Chris, if you still watching, you ain't weigh in on the podcast when April was like, "Well, I want to hear all of it because so I can see how to improve upon it, to build upon it." Da da da. I love that for you, April. But Chris, during the podcast, he didn't say nothing after that. <laughs> he was like, "Shit, whatever." Man. <laughs> no, but I don't know. So, Chris, if you still watching, man, give me something, man. Holla at us and let us know what you want. But, uh, but no, nah, man, who, what is it? Uh, how you doing, girl? Um, but, uh, I think we might actually have to get off the podcast because the 30 minutes up, our time is mm-hmm. up, man. But we're gonna stay on the live, y'all, because it looked like y'all rocking. No, nah, we ain't staying on the live. I ain't staying on the live. Bet. Go get some cards then. Hey, oh. Y'all want me to do some cards? Hey, but um, hey man, I appreciate y'all I time tonight. Good. What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, uh, he barbecuing at midnight. Goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey man, I appreciate y'all. Uh, definitely appreciate y'all rocking with us. It's almost the end of season two, man. Can't wait to get into season three seasons, when y'all. this COVID shit is over and we can actually get outside and. Talk to some people and have some special guests and all that type of stuff. So, um, I appreciate y'all, man, for rocking with us. We gonna get up out of here, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all just spent y'all time with us. I hope it was worth your time. Look out for the Mercury retro retro Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Communication issues. It's supposed to be ending at the end of June, so y'all stay tuned, man. And y'all ain't supposed to be traveling anyway right now. Goddamn it, COVID hit ass. <laughs> but um, we gonna get out of here. Like I said. We're going to start every podcast with peace and end every podcast with peace. So y'all have a good night, man. Peace. Peace. Peace, y'all. Peace. What's going on, man? It's the DZ. And Weezy. Podcast, man. We back at y'all ass, man. We trying to get back thorough with this, man. I know we've been missing a couple weeks and playing around and doing all this other stuff, putting old recordings. (laughs) But, hey, we back, man. You know. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? (laughs) Hey, but uh, you know every this this whole you know 
COVID nineteen, all this it, it switches up everybody's schedule and has everybody have a change of pace sometimes. So, man, hopefully y'all forgive us, man. We, we got some. Can we still have some content on there for that? Y'all though. I blame it on a Mercury retrograde. Right, y'all heard the Mercury retrograde throwback <laughs> retrograde throwback one that we posted. You know, so hey, how more timely could it be? Mm-hmm. Well, let's get it in, man. Alexa, Alexa, set a timer for thirty minutes. Thirty minutes starting now. So appreciate it. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. How y'all doing? Y'all know it's Tuesday. <laughs> Yes, y'all. Yeah, so what are we going to talk about today, sweetheart? We talking about codependency and... Versus... Versus... Independence. Independence. Singularity. Singularity, However you want to call it. I mean, you know, we was talking. We was just having a couple conversations, man. And just, you know, a lot of times we really get in. That's where these podcast ideas come from. And that's where the podcast really started from. And some of the conversations we have personally, you know. Yeah, our conversation be deep. I'd be like, man, we should just start recording when we just talking about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to have to start doing. I'm going to have to start, just start recording it, and then we're going to have to turn it into a podcast later. But, um, you know, it's really when you have a conversation about something like codependency. We was doing, uh, do, you, do you want to talk a little bit about that? We was doing the cards. We was doing the cards. We just got the tarot cards, you know, and, you know, very intuitive, and she just flips some cards out. And one of the cards that came out was codependency. Oh, we was both looking at the car like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> you <don't> want that. <laughs> Who wants that? You know, but then we started talking a little bit about it. Like, so why does co-dependency get such a bad rap? And then she was explaining to me, like, what a lot of times co-dependency is looked at mm-hmm. as opposed to what it may actually mean. Because I always don't call co-dependent. Co is like a pilot and a co-pilot. I don't know if y'all ever been on planes, but I don't want the pilot flying that shit without his co-pilot. <laughs> I don't want that. When the co-pilot is fucked up, then I let me off at the next stop, goddamn it. I'm not getting back on to continue the journey. So the pilot and co-pilot, that's not a bad thing. So I, I looked at it like, why is codependency a, a negative thing? And then Weezy really broke it down and explained it to me. What what was some of the definitions or some of the bullet points you pointed out about codependency or the negative portions of codependency that people recognize sometimes. Um, the negative points would be like when you're solely dependent on a person without using your own independence. So, um, or you're in a relationship um, or some type of companionship solely to gain something and it's not an equal give and take. So instead of, um, you know, like, like you said, co-pilot. So obviously the co-pilot would eventually have to take flight. Yeah. yeah. Um, but usually in the codependency relationship, it's just kind of one way. It's mm-hmm. just, um, you know, whether it's, okay, you stand in a relationship because, uh, like, you no longer have a, a emotional connection within a relationship. Mm-hmm. So there's no, no love left there. <laughs> so now, but then because you built so much, you know, uh, you got a mortgage or rent or car payments or children and you don't want, you know, that, that saying is cheaper to keep her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people basically is, is kind of like you, you stay together, um, to out of convenience. Yeah. Right. Out of convenience and that codependency, or it could be that your, your codependency is usually like you're with someone, um, to gain something from them because you don't have it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and, and see, that's the thing, you know, that's that's unhealthy, man. That that eventually becomes toxic. Eventually, times runs out on that type of thing. And, you know, I feel like I've been in a situation like that in the past. And I know you always share with me that you felt like you may have, or may have not been in a situation like mm-hmm. that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's tough, man. It's tough because we create these things. And I think you were talking about it yesterday. Just like these egos we create and these big facades and these looks and these, you know, these, these ideals that we have in our mind that you, you know, you create with somebody and then you fuck around and don't even like the person that you built it with. And then now how do you maintain it by yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you, you know, unless you get a whole nother job that got the same salary as that other individual, it's really hard to replace a dual income in a home sometimes. So then you got to be in these relationships that... 
ain't really so healthy because you don't want to go into financial debt or because you don't want to, you know, give up some of the things you became accustomed to. And that's when it becomes unhealthy in a sense, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um... Because I think the, the biggest thing is that emotional part, you know, when... Because we all have to... Um, no matter what the relationship status is, whether it's uh, being married or being a mother or father, or sister, brother, cousin, uh, best friend, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, if when it's a close relationship like that, um, there has to be like there has to be some sort of care. You know, you have to care about the person. Yeah, you have to yeah. give a fuck about them, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you don't, and you just solely just with them to gang something. That in itself, because the universe, the way the universe works is is based off energy. So even though you're not saying anything, even though you may not express that you don't love the person, like you, 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 you might express, you would express to the person, obviously that you love them, but emotionally you don't. So, um, but the universe knows the truth. So they kind of mirror, um, the, the energy that's true. So even though, you're you're saying that you care about someone. They the in the universe is now forcing this person to feel kind of unbalanced or uneasy about something when they get around you. So that's what what creates the conflicts, and that's when fights start and arguments start, and you know ideas come about and and hey, who is this? Why are you doing this? And who do you know? So uh, you'll be surprised. Uh, majority of of the uh, the breakups are created from. Fights based off what someone felt emotionally. Hmm. As opposed to what was actually happening. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, that's kind of scary. But at the same time, it's a reality, man. And, you know, one of the things I look at, you know, the other side of that coin, you know, I feel like, and, and to be honest with you, you know, when I think about, you know, a good relationship, I think about a balance or a yin and a yang. I feel like, there needs to be an ability to depend on somebody in certain circumstances if you need them. And if you need me, I can depend on you. If you need me, I can depend on you. But at the same time... You said the same thing twice. We ain't, no, I'm saying if I need you, I know, but you, you can said depend on me. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> so, But I understand what you were saying. You were saying like, if I need you, I can depend on you. If you need me, you can depend on me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's really about having that vice versa back and forth. And I was saying the other day, you know, 50-50, that sound good. That sound ideal. But most of the time, that ain't going to happen. 60-40, that's more than likely what happened. And 70-30 is kind of extreme. But once you start getting the 80-20, that person starts to realize, I don't need you. I can do the other 20%. The other 20% is easy. I can go without the other 20%. 80% is a, a low B, goddamn it. We still passing out here. We getting good grades. We on the honor roll. Mm-hmm. But, um... So I really look at it as, you know, you kind of want a person that can provide something for you and, you know, be able to do certain things. Because otherwise, why are you with the person? You know, if you want to be independent or singular or, or based on singularity, why are you with that person anyway? Mm-hmm. You know, you could just be out in the streets or whatever. So mm-hmm. sometimes I think we codependency or being able to depend on your mate gets a bad rap. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it Sometimes really is necessary. It, it's supposed to be like that, though. In my mind, it's supposed to be like that because it's just like, say, say you raising a child. Now, I know some of y'all feel a certain type of way because this person ain't around or this person is around, whatever. But say you raising a child. Say it's a girl child and the female child are having her period for the first time. Whether it's my child or your child, me personally, I want you to talk to her about the period stuff. Whether you her mama or not. Because I ain't got no period. <laughs> so I act like I'm going to be. I can do all the research in the world. I can read up on it. I can do all this. But I can't ever say, you know what, sweetheart? When I woke up with my first time with my period, I was terrified. Because my bed was covered in blood. I can't tell that story. And it's that story that might help that person, that individual, never smell like dirty period blood. Or make sure she's changing her pad or her tampon every five Minutes or whatever the fuck the case may be. I don't know because I ain't got to do it. But it's that story that really gives you a reality. Just like, you know, I was talking to Dre today, you know, and I was talking about, like, a lot of y'all guys out there, I know y'all little dirty-ass boys. (laughs) 
Y'all don't be using the pee hole in y'all drawers. You know what I mean? Y'all that that hole is there for a reason, goddammit. Y'all know what that hole in front of y'all underwear, especially the kids' underwear. A lot of the adult underwear don't got it, but the kids' underwear got that little slit in the front where you can put your little joint through there and do the bathroom. A lot of y'all ain't used it. But, you know, I was just talking about it today and just the accessibility. That's why it's there. You know, we buy the expensive underwear so you can hide that, dog. Otherwise, you'll get the little bullshit underwear that don't got it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just things like that that you can help out with. Not saying you got to do everything, but it's just certain things like that you can help out with that, you know, allows a balanced relationship to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, definitely. I know um, what, what I've... When... When I've learned that my previous relationships were co- were codependent, um, and I've learned why why I chose to be in relationships like that, and I I, I was able to outgrow that uh, that mentality because uh, I had this this fear of being in a position to be vulnerable and then to basically have to depend on a man for something and not be able to. Like, then he has some sort of control over me. That was my idea of what, that's what I had witnessed, you know. So that was my idea of what it looks like to have a man that can take care of you and have a man that's, 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 that you can depend on. So, so it was you didn't like, want that is what you're saying? No. Like, oh, okay. I, wanted, I wanted to be able to, like, so when things didn't work out, I wanted to be able to take care of myself. Oh, okay. Because, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, and I think we, we we talked about it too, like where, you know, a young girl can get caught up in a relationship young, early, and then the guy buy her a car, her first car, and that's the, you know, she she in debt to him. Uh, you know? So I never wanted to experience something like that. So I would choose men that I knew, like, you know, probably wouldn't work a job that made as much as I did or um, or whatever. But once I came out of that and worked on myself and then learned how, like basically like that understood once I learned to understand that I can could take care of myself like even if I was in a relationship I could take care of myself and I did my self-love journey I realized that I deserve somebody who who can actually help me with this who can equally you know who can also take care of themselves and then we can come together and equally do this you know do this little thing called life and <laughs> together and, um, you know, when you and I started talking, you had your own place and you, you had your own car and you already had a job. And, um, so it's like you were already established as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, it wasn't like that for me. Usually, like, they um, probably either didn't have a job or didn't have a car or, or one or the other or both or whatever. And so, which then I can use my tools to say that I helped them get somewhere in life <laughs> or get something. Besides this few dog. But um and I wouldn't feel indebted to them. Like I wouldn't like if, if I was ready to leave because the relationship gets gets toxic sometimes, especially when you thinking like how I was thinking. Of course it's gonna get toxic. Of course of course it's not gonna work out. I wasn't thinking the right way to begin with. So but I understand that now. But then I didn't. But um once you and I got together, the reason why it shocked me that a codependency card came out is because you and I both had been independent separately and mm-hmm. then came together. However, we did experience um, like what we had to like we were it was almost like the universe forced us to depend on one another to understand that we could. Yeah, that, that we could. And uh and, and I didn't like the feeling. She didn't like the feeling. It was definitely <laughs> oh, like, what the fuck type shit, you know. He had but to take me to work uh, one day or a couple of days. I think I she couldn't. had to go get my groceries one day. And I'm big on going to get my own shit, dog. Like, I just, I know what I want and I know the brand I want. And she was helping me out and, you know, she had to do, you know, a certain couple of things for me that I never really even thought I would be in a position to do because I'm a very independent individual. I always have been, always will be. But, um, you know, and that's why the, the codependency card kind of shocked me, too, when it came out. Because I feel like if it ever got to a point where we didn't want to be together, I don't think it would be a situation where we have to be dependent upon each other. I think we could still be like, all right, you know, let's agree to disagree and mm-hmm. go our separate ways. And, you know, you got your own car, you got your own car, you got your own job, your own job and whatever, you know. You can sustain this, I can sustain that. So... I feel like it wouldn't really be an issue like that. So I I don't know. 
I don't know what I mean. But like I said, you can never see your future, you know. But you can also learn from your past or that your future is always something you can kind of almost kind of predict. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Man, but I like the way you broke down the codependency. Um, and because, like, when I read it, I was like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, but really, when you think about it, like, so one year when I was a kid, when I was growing up, um, it was a guy named Jason Kidd that came into the NBA. And at the same time, it was a guy named Grant Hill that came into the NBA. And they was both really good college players. And when they got to the NBA, both of them was doing their thing. They was balling out. And we was like, damn, who's going to be the rookie of the year? Who's going to be the rookie of the year? Oh, man, what they going to do? They both so dope. And woo, woo. And that was the first time ever in NBA history that they had co-rookie of the years. Wow. Like, it was co-rookie of the year. One time in the NFL, they had co-MVPs. Only one time ever, it was Barry Sanders and Brett Favre. They just couldn't pick. Both of them were so good that they gave them both MVP. Who the fuck both get MVP, though? <laughs> How you the most valuable player on, on your team and my team? Or, right. You know, but they, they did that. So that's kind of what I look at. You know, when I see the word cold, like I'm like the co-rookie of the year with you. You know, we knew newer, newer in our relationship. We the co-rookies of the year. Now, you know, next year we get to go be the co-MVP, you know. So, I and I ain't saying we co-dependent. I'm just saying I don't think we should be fearful of the car. Like it's a super negative, bad thing, mm-hmm. you know. So, and I want people that's listening to the podcast and don't understand if you got a role and you play a certain role in your relationship and the other person plays a certain role in the relationship, don't ever think that, like, now nah, I got to start doing more because I might be worried I'm codependent on this person or uh, maybe I need to step on this role or try to snatch this role away. You know, because the roles happen through necessity a lot of times or through preference a lot of times. So don't ever be insulted or feel bad about it. Like, I don't know if y'all know but I like cooking. I like to cook. I like to try different shit. I like to, you know, I like to fail at it. Sometimes it ain't so good. Sometimes it's real good. However, it's an experimental thing that I do as part of my creativity. It's like when I draw a picture. So, you know, I like to do the shit. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it allows me to release stress or allows me to get in the zone or whatever the case may be. But I like doing it. I know we easy know how to cook. You know, as of recent years, she may not like to do it as much as I do. So, I I be cooking. You know, I end up cooking a lot of times, but that don't mean that she can't. You know, so that's what I like to think about. Because before I started coming around, you was cooking, one. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think the, the issue falls when, when um, somebody's stressed out when there's somebody that can take the load, but they're not. So yeah. let's say um, you were cooking all the time and and also cleaning. Like, and eventually, like, you got tired of doing that. But instead of expressing that, you just became, like, stressed out and angry, you know. Um, and because you've done it for so long, I just don't care. I don't care if you're angry about it. You're going to keep cooking and you're going to keep cleaning or whatever. <laughs> Like, that's when it, it becomes codependency because it's like, now I'm dependent on you to cook. Like, I'm not cooking. Like, you're going to have to cook even if you're stressed out about it. You know, like, I think I think that's what makes it um, a toxic type of codependency. Um, but when we think about code, like, in the way you said it, I like the days when, when you, like, if you cook, I, li- I like to clean. You know, but we have to fig- we have to make a schedule of that because he doesn't like for me to clean while he's cooking. No. How <laughs> can you possibly do that? Because <laughs> whatever I'm cooking is, it's going to be done dirty after you done cleaning. <laughs> but I like what you said, though, because at the same time, so the part about being in a relationship in general is being able to express those ideas and those thoughts and things like that. Being able to talk about it. I was just talking about that before the podcast started. You gotta be able to say something. You gotta be able to talk, man, because if you can't talk to the person, you really, really, really truly deeply inside, although it might look good and you feel good about it, you really don't wanna be with a person that you can't talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's even some bullshit or whatever, like I know 
a lot of times, so I talk a lot of shit. I talk shit a lot. And y'all probably can tell from the podcast. Shit, shit a lot. But I, I talk a lot of shit and I talk shit a lot. So sometimes I have to reel in what I say because we easy to take it personal or take it literal or think I really like mean for you. Like, can we do this tomorrow? Nah, I just be talking shit about something. But um, the reason why I do that is because I over-communicate. And we talked about this earlier in the relationship. Like, I'd rather you over-communicate with me than under-communicate. Tell me, hey, you know, I got a boogie on my nose, so I'm going to go upstairs and try to get that out. So if you don't see me for an hour, it was a big boogie. That sounds gross to the motherfucker. You like, damn, dog, that's trash. But if a motherfucker just missing in the house for an hour and the kids, the motherfuckers coming up to me asking me, where's mom, where's mom? I'm like, nigga, I don't know. <laughs> but if you told me, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's dealing with some little personal stuff. She's been in the bathroom for a while with some Q-tips and stuff. So I'll let you know when she come out or you can talk to her through the door, whatever it is. But at least if you over-communicate, at least I had the ability to confer that message. You know? mm-hmm. And that was, y'all, that was so hard for me because I don't know why I just felt like um, that was the only freedom that I had, like to just be able to just go where I want. I mean, I'm, I'm still home. I'm in the house. Like to just be able to, if I want to go in the basement, if I want to go to the road, if I want to take a shower, like to be able to do that without checking with somebody. Like, oh, I'm going to go take a shower. I'm going to go to sleep. And oh, I'm going to do this or do that. Um, so it it was hard at first. Like, I was like, I have to remember to tell him every time. Man, that's tough. Because by the time I tell him, I'm probably not even going to want to, I'm probably not going to do it. I'm going to do something totally different. And that has happened. Like, I would be like, oh, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to go upstairs and just meditate. Next thing you know, he come upstairs, I'm asleep. <laughs> hey, this is the thing with me. It's all fun and games. Like, I want. I don't want to say nothing. Or I want to do it. Until you fall while you in the motherfucking shower. And I don't know you in the shower. So I'm going to do my own shit. I got on some headphones. I'm outside in the garden doing whatever. And you slip and bust your motherfucking head in the garden. The kids all got no earbuds. They playing the game. And you bleeding out. If I know you in the shower, showers don't take longer than an hour. <laughs> so if I come in, I'm like, yeah, she probably out the shower by now. Oh, damn, I still hit the shower. And I come up. The the bathtub full of bloody blood and water. So dramatic. <laughs> I'm just giving you an example, okay. and it's just a lot of things like that, yeah. though. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I said, even with me, since you know me, I'm like, yeah, I'm staying up late tonight, cutting my hair, I'm drinking, and nah, nah, nah. yeah. Oh my god, he said, tells me by, exactly every by a certain time, single by a certain time. If I ain't done, come check on me, goddamn. So you got me in here with these sharp ass clippers and some alcohol. I've been cut my motherfucking artery. <laughs> come check on me, goddamn. I need somebody to check on me. Nah, but it's, it's really about, and the reason why I said that, you know, I didn't really get to my point, but the reason why I said that is because if you ever in a cockpit or watch a video in the cockpit, the pilot and the co pilot be saying shit like, all right, we're going at 5,300. You ready to go? Put your hands on the thing. All right, together. We're going to go back up. Okay, we got some turbulence. All right, what does it look like on your side? Okay, we got it. They're communicating they communicate. the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's the importance of having a pilot and a co-pilot. The pilot just doing this thing. The co-pilot oh, just over there. And nigga, you just along for the ride. You might as well go sit in the back with the passengers. Get you some peanuts. <laughs> but do through that communication, through that understanding, the thoroughness that they both have, because they both went to aviation school. They both pilots. Mm-hmm. You know, we both went through aviation school already in our own lives before we met each other. We both pilots. Mm-hmm. So to be able to be a co-pilot, yeah, well, man, shit, maybe I need a little codependency. Sometimes, if you've seen the inside of a motherfucking airplane cockpit, you know the same controls is on both sides of the airplane. It ain't like the main pilot got some shit that the other person stuff. don't get. <laughs> no. no. And I feel like that's how we, we got the opportunity to really be, is be proud of our controls. We both got the same controls on each side. Mm-hmm. But when we use them in accordance to do it equally, ain't no turbulence. The plane flowing evenly on a flat plane. It ain't leaning one way or leaning the other way. So, you know, we got the opportunity to do that. I feel like y'all got the opportunity to do that. Y'all just got to find where to plug in at. You know, y'all got to find where you, you know, find where you find your role and play it well. Find your role and play it well. I know a lot of y'all was watching the uh, 
the Last Dance documentary about the Chicago Bulls and the fantastic run they had in the early 90s when they won all them championships, man. You know, MJ, he the GOAT, man. To me, he one of the best players that ever walked his face of this earth, but he couldn't have won that shit without Scotty, dog. Now, y'all can call the codependency if y'all want to. Y'all can call whatever y'all want to call. I'm just telling y'all, he yeah, wasn't the one that... forget about Scotty He wasn't the one that shit without Scotty. Now, in that documentary, they really brought a lot of light to it. Now, I wish a lot of people would watch that Last Dance documentary if y'all haven't seen it. Because like you said, we do be forgetting about dude and leaving him behind. And, you know, hey, when Jordan retired them two years, Scotty didn't put the team on his back, though. You know, so y'all think about that, man. Y'all think about that if y'all want to be Jordan and Pippen and Shaq and Kobe or if y'all want to be who y'all want to be, Bradley Beal and <laughs> whoever y'all want to be, man, you know, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, whoever y'all want to be, just make sure y'all being the best you you could be in the situation so that the other person don't got nothing to complain about. Because mm-hmm. you know, the hard part about codependency is that, like Weezy was saying, nobody want to come home and complain to their significant other every day. That shit's nagging. It's, it's boring. It's like, it takes away from the value of the relationship. Nobody want to complain about nothing every day. But if the other person ain't going to do nothing about the complaining, and they know the complaining is going to happen, then, I mean, what the person, what's, what's supposed to happen at that point? You know what I mean? Somebody got to say something, or somebody's going to be bitter and mad. Mm-hmm. So. And you're in an unhappy relationship. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because it's still a relationship. It still works. It still got its perks to it. You know, you got the in-house sex and all that type of shit. But if a motherfucker just sad, I don't want that. I don't want mm-hmm. that smoke, you know? Yeah, I know we... we I, don't, I don't think we can handle, like, seeing one another sad. So, like, if he's... And he's it's very rare that he's, like, denying or say sad, but not happy. So, <laughs> <laughs> but... So it's like when I see that he's not happy, I instantly get worried. She get mad too. <laughs> yeah. She try to out mad me. Or if you mad, I'm mad, nigga. <laughs> no matter how you mad, because I'm mad. Well, you was mad first, and you mad at me. Well, I'm an empath, so I can feel your emotions. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I'm marrying them. I'm showing you yourself, because you be saying ain't nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's wrong? Ain't nothing wrong. Nothing's wrong. They usually don't what be makes wrong. you think something's wrong? No, they usually don't be nothing wrong. And that's the thing. That's the thing I like about our relationship, though. It ain't really too much that can happen. Like, <laughs> it ain't too much that can go wrong, really. So, you know, um, I mean, I, I, but I, that's the kind of relationship I want, though. I want my sad to be because of some bullshit, like, I came in and the lights was on. Some shit like that. I don't want it to be nothing. I don't want my <laughs> no to be over nothing. No major pain. Yeah, I don't want it to be nothing crazy. I ain't up for that shit, man. Right. I ain't signing up for that. And then, like, if I'm, like, not happy or something, then Zizi's very good about asking me. And, like, he'll, he'll even, like, come up with some scenarios or, like, he'll really make me talk about it. So, yeah, because... And I don't like doing that. Yeah, I don't understand that in the past, you haven't been able to talk about this stuff. So that's really mm-hmm. ingrained in you. And I really feel like, you know, that's one of the things that's going to allow our relationship to just skyrocket. Once you feel comfortable and get to a point where you can talk about the stuff, how I talk about the stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, but don't take it the wrong way, though. <laughs> I still love you, and I just wanted to say that to make you better, so that we can be happier as individuals and as a team. I would, no matter what I say, I'll follow it up with that. And the sooner you're able to do that, like, hey, 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 guess what? You did, and I ain't saying that I don't like you because of that. I'm just saying if you do that, that's not gonna lead to my happiness. I'm not gonna continue to be happy if you continue to do that. <laughs> The more comfortable you get with being able to say that kind of stuff, the better off everybody would be. Yes, yeah. But, um, nah, man, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm glad we was able to get back on point with the uh, with the podcast, you know, just getting this going. You know, we definitely going to have a brand new one for y'all on Thursday, you know, and, and we just bringing the heat, man. We trying to bring the heat. We damn near at our 50th episode. Or, yeah, for this episode. 
the end of season two is coming, man. You know, we're going to really be at a point, but we're going to really be at a point where we trying to decide if we want to keep doing this thing, is it worth it? You know, COVID really slowed us down with some of the things and opportunities that we had and we wanted to pull off. So, you know, it's all learning experience. We got more to come for y'all, man. We're going to keep doing what we do. And, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I know Alexa over there playing games with us, but we got our 30 <laughs> minutes in, man. So. Man, y'all, we, we definitely appreciate you listeners. Um, if, if y'all really, you know, missed us because we, we haven't been really, really doing the records. But, um, I mean, I appreciate it. Let us know, you know, maybe that'll motivate us to, to make more time. Because, I mean, we just truly be busy. Like, we... I think between the two of us, we definitely know how to fill our days, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all got to understand, we got, you know, other side things we doing. We got full-time jobs and all this type of stuff, so. Alexa, stop. But one thing I'm never going to do is apologize for being busy. Right. Because you either want a busy man or a broke man, and I ain't trying to be broke. You either want a busy lady or a broke lady. You know, she always got a bag on her, so. I'm going to get up out of here, man. Me and Weezy, we're going to go all right off into the sunset. We got a little Dre ball creeping in the background. <laughs> we're going to see what he on. But uh, I'm going to start every podcast with peace. peace. I'm going to end every podcast with peace. peace. Y'all have a good night, man. Peace. peace.